Hello friends, welcome to Soul Fed with Gabby. I'm your host Gabby and I'm so thankful that you tuned in today. This podcast is all about true and real health and wellness. That means we dive so much deeper than the food. We talk about spiritual health, mental health, healing your relationship with food and your body, lifestyle stuff, all of it. This space is open for everyone and all are welcome here. I want this to be a peaceful space for you to come and leave feeling encouraged. I'm so thankful that you're here and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, friends. Welcome or welcome back to the podcast. I am so thankful that you tuned in today. I'm so thankful that you clicked on this episode today. I hope you're having a beautiful day um, and just being kind to yourself today. It is storming <laughs> hardcore out here today, and I'm sitting in a parking garage. Um, so if you hear thunder, if you hear rain, I apologize, but (laughs) it's the best we could do today. Um, So I hope this turns out okay. But anyway, today's episode is one that I've been wanting to record for a couple of weeks now. Um, I actually, full disclosure, recorded this last week, but it was just like an hour and a half of rambling. I'm sure it was fine, but I wanted to make it a little better and I wanted to share some practical tips. So this this episode is all about life in your 20s. I'm going to share my struggles in my 20s that I've had. Um, And then I wanted to give you guys 10 practical tips for improving your life in your 20s. So I wanted to add that little bit to this episode because I think um, I've just learned some things along the way um, that have been helpful. And then I think might could help you as well if you're in your 20s. But honestly, this is just helpful life advice for I think any stage of life. But I just wanted to cater it to your 20s because Life is rough out here in your 20s, you know? It can be, but it can also be really beautiful. So anyway, I just want to start out with some of my struggles in my 20s. I'm 24 right now. I will be 25 in March, so just a couple of months. Um, I'm really excited, but I kind of like, I'm a weirdo that likes getting older. Um, I think I shared this a little bit in my episode with Brenna, but I just love like being able to see in hindsight in life and just see you know, it's just like another year of seeing how everything was just like so intentional and how the Lord just like was in every single detail and everything just happened exactly how it was supposed to. And that's something you cannot see in the moment, but in hindsight, you can see that. And so that's what I like about getting older. Cause it's just like, Oh, another year of just like seeing this beautiful journey of life piece together. I think it's really cool. And I also just like learning and growing um, and healing. And so a lot can happen in a year and I just like getting older. But I also have a lot of insecurities with getting older um, that I wanted to talk to you guys about. So my biggest struggle recently, honestly, we'll just start there. (laughs) Some of my biggest struggles recently being in my 20s is I do have this feeling that I'm running out of time a little bit. Um, I had a different career path, uh, life path than most. Like it wasn't your typical go to college for four years, graduate, get a job, live on your own. Like that has not been my story. And I feel very thankful for that because I just, I'm so thankful for the lessons that I've learned because of what I've walked through in my life. But so I went to college for one semester and then moved to New York. So I moved to New York at 18 and I jumped kind of headfirst into modeling into that career and um that was a wild journey i'm still gonna film a whole episode just on my modeling journey but 
you know, I didn't have the traditional path. And I honestly felt like I kind of jumped ahead when I was modeling and everyone my age was still in college. I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I'm kind of ahead of everyone, not in a like, I'm better, but in a like, I just didn't feel behind. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, but then now, like, all of my friends mostly are in like, they've taken that traditional path. They went to college and then they got a job and they're living out on their own. A lot of them are married. Some of them have kids. And it's like, now I feel behind. (laughs) Um, I've been like working to build my own business, which takes time. And like, I'm still living with my parents. That's about to change. But like, that's just been a big insecurity for me. And I am also someone who, if you know me, you know, like I just really desire marriage and starting a family like I'm really excited for that season of my life and that's just a big desire of my heart and so it can be really easy for me to just get scared that I'm running out of time for that and I know I'm so young for all of that but um, I do struggle with that a lot and just feeling behind in my life in many different areas and I know that's something that a lot of people in their 20s really struggle with because I think the interesting thing about being in your 20s is that so many different life stages can happen. So many different big seasons of life can happen in your 20s. You know, you graduate college, you get your first big job, you chase your passion, you travel the world, you meet your the love of your life, you get engaged, you get married, you have kids. Like these are all really big milestones in life that can all potentially happen in your 20s. And um I just think that is why it's really difficult because we see when that's happening for everyone else. I think it's a little harder for our generation because of social media. Like we see every single engagement. We see every single wedding photo. We see every single baby announcement, like graduation photos, first job photos, moving photos. Like we see all of this on social media And we actually were not created to consume this much of this many people's lives. Like, we weren't created to know when Susie from elementary school, who we haven't talked to since elementary school, is getting married. Like, we just weren't, we're not supposed to know all of this, right? So I think that is honestly a really big struggle that we face um, in this generation and just, like, comparison. It's just insane. And not only that, but just seeing those photos or seeing these people together and feeling left out, feeling behind, feeling less than, like all of these feelings and emotions we can really struggle with can come just from social media. Um, And I think that's just a really difficult thing to navigate as someone in your 20s in this day and age. So I struggle with that. And I know a lot of other people do. I think it can be easy to look at people online and like me, for example, like see me you know, I've come so far, I've done a lot of healing, and I'm so thankful for that. And I have my own business. It can be so easy to look at that and think like, oh, like everything's just worked out for her. She must not feel this way too. But we all struggle with the same feelings and emotions. We just have different circumstances, but we all feel the same feelings and emotions. And I think that's important to remember. You're not alone in these feelings. You're not alone in these struggles. Um, and I think it's so easy to think that, especially with social media. So I just wanted to share that as well. I try to do my best to be open and vulnerable on my social media, but you know, it's hard to share all of that. And sometimes 
just for my piece, I can't share all of that when I'm going through it in the moment. So I just wanted to share like even the person you're looking at on social media and you are desiring their life or you just have those feelings of feeling less than feeling left out. They are all we're all struggling with something. So you don't know the feelings and emotions that are going on behind the screen. And also as someone who's kind of lived in the lies of that, like when I was modeling, I would just post the highlight reels like, oh, I'm traveling the world. I'm in this magazine. Like that's what I would post and that's what people would see. And everyone thought I was living this glamorous, cool life. But behind closed doors, I'd never been more empty, unfulfilled, unhappy, or anxious. And I just wanted to say that because I've been there. Like I've lived that lie and people probably were comparing themselves to me at that time that was a very loud boom of thunder. (laughs) But people were probably comparing themselves to me at that time. And like for no, like I was not thriving. I was not thriving. So I think it's really important to remember that when you're scrolling through social media and just living your life in your 20s, like everyone is going through something and we're all struggling with difficult emotions. We're all struggling with different feelings. Like So just remember that you're not alone in that. Um, In comparison, at the end of the day, we know this, but it brings no value into our lives. So the best thing we can do is just like hear that, validate that, and then honestly just like turn to gratitude and be thankful for everything that you have in your life because all of us have things to be thankful for. So those are just a couple things that I've struggled with. Um, At the start of my 20s, I was fully into modeling and living that life um, and really struggling one of the darkest places of my life, of my life in my early 20s. Um, and one of the reasons behind that that I wanted to touch on is that I was just constantly striving. Um, I was living this life where I thought I needed to live for other people, living for the approval of others, chasing my purpose and my identity in external things, not focusing on eternal things, but focusing on just striving and running and what I thought success was and just running, 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 busy, 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 pushing away, pushing away. And all I did was spiral myself into a hole and a really dark hole. And I think it's really, really, really important when you're in your 20s, you know, just walking through this life, this as an adult, a young adult, it's really important to remember that when you seek your identity and your purpose in external things, so whether that's your body, your job, your school, your grades, whatever that is, that is not going to lead to fulfillment. And that is most likely just going to lead to emptiness and loneliness and unfulfillment. And so for me, like, the biggest transformation I've had in my 20s was when I stopped seeking my identity in the world and stopped seeking my purpose in the things of the world and stopped striving. And I just really strengthened my foundation. And for me, that was like with the Lord and finding my purpose and identity and who I was created to be and what he says about me. That is when my life totally transformed and and made a complete 180. And that is when I I think this is important too, to take a moment to just like redefine what success looks like for you. My perspective on success from my early 20s to now has made a complete 180 flip. Like I used to think success was, you know, being successful in modeling, like being on the cover of a magazine, walking for big runways, making a lot of money, being successful, being independent. I used to think that was success. 
And now it's like total opposite. Now I just want to success for me is just living a peaceful, wholesome, fulfilled life, um, living in community. So having community, having friends, having family that I lean on and that I spend time with and having a career that is fulfilling. It might not make a ton of money, but it's fulfilling and it's bringing me peace. That is success to me now. And I just, it's like, I can finally just take a sigh of relief of like, wow, I've been striving and chasing my entire life. And now I can just breathe and I can just be, and I can just walk with the Lord one day, one step at a time. And it's just a totally, like, it's a feeling that cannot be put into words. It's so fulfilling and it just feels so whole and so complete and I'm just so thankful and so um if you're struggling right now with purpose and identity and seeking that in the things of the world I just want to encourage you that you know redefining what success looks like and redefining what you know where your purpose is found like that's so important and so healing and if I could go back and tell my 20 year old self all of these things I would, it would have saved her a lot of pain and a lot of self-destruction. Um, and so, yeah, those are just some things I've struggled with. And another thing is just feeling like, you know, I need to strive, strive, strive. And I need to, this is a big one, guys. For me, I really struggled to let go of what I thought my life was going to look like and embrace what my life was meant to look like. Um, so I grew up training very seriously as a ballet dancer. I don't know if you know this, but, um, I started ballet at age four and it quickly became a big piece of my identity and who I was and who people knew me as. And it really just was like my thing. And I even remember people telling me like when I was younger, like, you're so lucky you figured out what you want to do at such a young age. Like I'm still searching for that and I'm 40. And I just remember people telling me stuff like that. And I believed it. Like I believed that I was going to be doing ballet for as long as I could. Like I thought for like, I don't know, 14 to 18 years of my life that that's what my life was going to look like. I was going to go the route of, you know, pursuing ballet professionally. And I just put so much time, so much money. My parents put so much time, so much money. My teachers put so much time into me, into that for me. And when I felt called away from that, it was one of the hardest things I've had to let go of. And honestly, still, to be honest with you guys, I still have moments where I get sad about it. Um, and I still have to like grieve the loss of that life that I thought I was going to live because it really was a big deal for me. And if you know me, you know, I'm not the best at letting go of things. Um, control freak in me. And I just love to like cling on to things for comfort and for safety. And that was one of those things I like to cling on to. And I really struggled to let go of that, even to the point where while I was modeling and I knew I didn't want to dance professionally, I was still dancing every day and six days a week. And even when I moved back home and left modeling and it was like during COVID, I would force myself to spend two hours in the garage doing ballet six days a week. And I just remember my mom coming up to me one day and she was like, why are you even doing this? Like, you don't want to dance professionally. Why are you doing this? And I was like, I don't even know. I just can't stop. And now I can just look back and see how much my identity and my purpose, I felt like it was rooted in ballet. And to the point where I just felt like I couldn't stop it. 
even though that's, I knew I didn't want to pursue it as a career. I just couldn't stop it. And, um, it's taken a lot of therapy, honestly. Like this is something that I've had to specifically work through in therapy to release that part of my life. And I know it's something that, you know, athletes struggle with a lot, but I think just in general, like you grow up as a kid thinking this is what your life is going to look like. And then most of the time, that's just not the reality. And so kind of grieving the loss of that is a really hard thing that I think a lot of people struggle with. And it's been a really big struggle for me. Um, Again, I'm so thankful to not be doing ballet anymore because it wasn't what I was meant to be doing. And I'm so thankful for all of the things that I learned and all of the ways that it prepared me and all of the time that I put into it because I've left with, you know, obviously like I am who I am because of all of that. Like that was so much of my life that I put into that. And I learned so many beautiful things through it, but I'm so thankful to not be doing it. If that makes sense, because I just, feel so much purpose and fulfillment in my life now, but that doesn't mean I don't get sad about it still. Um, and so I just, I feel like a lot of us just struggle to let go of that idea of what our, we thought our life was going to look like, um, and embrace what it is and find the beauty in what it is. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to move on now to some tips. I have 10 tips here for life in your twenties, just 10 things that I've learned um, and that I've found helpful, I still find helpful um, for living life in your 20s. So number one is setting social media boundaries. Guys, this one is so big. Um, like I said, we are just not meant to consume this much content and that can lead to so many negative feelings and emotions and anxiety and stress and honestly just, yeah, a lot of anxiety and stress. And so setting boundaries with social media is so healing. It's one of the best things I ever started doing. Um, my favorite thing you guys know, if you follow me on Instagram, I talk about it a lot, but about a year ago, I started taking Sundays completely off of social media. And that is one of the best things I ever decided to do. It's just been so healing. It's just a day where I get to just be me and refresh. And I just could not recommend it enough for every single person. Even if you don't work on social media, for everybody to just take a full day off of social media at least every once a week. It's just so healing and um, so refreshing and so good for the soul. I just could not recommend it enough. And it honestly flows into, for me, every every day of the week. Like I just feel an extra peace and it's like I'm flowing from, from overflow instead of overwhelm and, and less striving and more just peace and, and feeling grounded and feeling strong in my foundation. Um, this allows me to feel that way. And another boundary that I set is the first hour of my day. I don't go on social media and I spend that hour with the Lord, um, doing a devotion, spending time in the word, listening to worship music. Like that's just how I like to spend that first hour of my day again. So I can start the day from a peaceful place of overflow instead of overwhelm. And I just notice the biggest shift in my mental health when I don't start the day just immediately scrolling. It's just so good. So I know it's it's really challenging. All of these boundaries of social media are really difficult, but I found, especially with the Sundays that I take fully off, they used to be really hard and I didn't really enjoy it at first, but now I look forward to it every week. So it's something that maybe it's going to be really difficult at the start, but once you get into a good habit and rhythm with it, it's going to feel so good. So definitely recommend social media boundaries. One 
more that I'm trying to really implement that I'm not perfect with. I still struggle with this one, but that is spending the last hour to two hours not on social media of my day. Um, my phone goes on do not disturb, I think around like 7.15 or 7.30. And so I'm trying to cut off social media at that time. I'm, like I said, not the best with that one, but that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to really get in the habit and the rhythm of doing that one this year. But yeah, just setting boundaries with social media. Um, one, just to have less of those less consuming other people's lives and more feeling grounded and peaceful in your life. I think that's just so important and really helpful um, for any age, but specifically in your 20s, it's really healing and really helpful. The second tip I have is, and I have this one in all caps, (laughs) I think I was yelling at myself with this one, but talk to people. And I also put therapy in there. So connection is just so important. I still struggle to lean into my friends um, in full transparency. That's something I'm still working through as someone who's grown up like really shy and really reserved and just feeling like I just have a lot of walls built up with people and I'm working through that. But talking to people is just so important. And whether you're an introvert, like I used to use that as an excuse (laughs) for not letting people in. Um, I was like, oh, I'm an introvert. Like, I don't need people. I just need myself. But we were literally designed to live in community with people. It is so important. And it's so healing. Like, I tell myself that. But then every time I spend time with people, I leave feeling so refreshed and so full and so thankful. So it's just so important to talk to people and to talk to people about your emotions. Let people in. We are not meant to walk through this life alone. And it's just so much more beautiful and connections, relationships are so much more fulfilling and whole and beautiful when you let people in and when you go deep with people. Um, it's just the best. It is just the best. So talk to people, talk to people about your emotions, be vulnerable with people, find trusted people, find people that you feel safe around. Um, and also therapy. Like I mentioned therapy a lot, but it's been so important for me, especially as someone who, Like I said, it's not natural at all for me to talk to people um, or to process my emotions. So going to therapy and just having that space where I have to talk about my emotions and I have to be vulnerable and like I just have that space to do that. It's been so healing for me. And also I used to just be so disconnected from my emotions that I couldn't even name how I was feeling. But since going to therapy regularly for a couple of years, um, I've found a lot of peace with that, so, and a lot of healing in that, so I think it's just really important to talk to people and to walk through this life with people. It's just so valuable and so important. Tip number three I have is, what are you filling your mind with? So this is something, a question to ask yourself. What are you filling your mind with? This is so important. What are the thoughts you're feeding your mind? What is the content you're consuming? What are the movies that you watch? What are the books that you read? The podcasts that you listen to? And are these things going to lead to more peace, kindness, gentleness, fulfillment, grace, love? That's what I ask myself. So I kind of like take these things that I value and these things that I want to feel. And I ask myself, okay, is following this person going to lead to peace and encouragement and love and fulfillment? Or... Is it going to lead to anxiety, stress, striving, etc.? It's just so important to become aware of the thoughts that you're feeding your mind and everything that you're consuming because 
you know, your diet isn't just what you eat, right? And it's just so important to pay attention to these things. Um, and I feel like it's life-changing stuff to shift the way you think and to unfollow people that no longer fulfill you, bring you peace, and to stop consuming those shows and stop watching this, stop watching that. Like, it's just so important um, to really just guard your heart, protect your heart, protect your peace, and in the form of the ways that the content that you consume and the ways that you speak to yourself, the way that we speak to ourselves is so important. Um, I really, again, I talked about this a little bit in my episode with Brenna, but I really found, didn't find healing from my acne until I shifted the way that I talked to myself about it. So when I, my acne was its worst, I was the most unkind and hateful and consumed by my acne. It wasn't until I shifted my perspective and, and really worked to heal my mindset around it and became more loving and compassionate towards my skin. That's when I found healing for my acne. And it just that's just a, a visual and an example of how important this truly is. But it is truly so important to be aware of the thoughts that you're feeding your mind because it matters. Like your body believes the thoughts you feed your mind. Your You believe the thoughts you feed your mind. So it's important to really just be cautious of that and not only be cautious of, you know, just like filter out these negative, unhelpful things that you're filling your mind with, but to also replace that with things that do bring you peace and encouragement. So follow people that do bring you peace and encouragement and, you know, inspire you and uplift you, follow those people and watch those movies and read those books and listen to those podcasts and fill your mind with true, lovely, beautiful, positive, uplifting things. Um, that is life-changing stuff. And I could not recommend that enough. So that is number three. Number four is one that I talk about a lot and that's just gratitude. So practicing gratitude, whether that's every morning journaling out what you're grateful for every evening, both just throughout your day, just saying what you're grateful for throughout your mind. Um, it's so powerful. It's actually scientifically proven that gratitude, regularly practicing gratitude rewires your mind to flow more naturally with positive thoughts. So gratitude is no joke. It's really powerful. And I feel like with comparison, it's such a powerful thing with comparison because, you know, you when you're comparing your, your life to other people, it honestly can stop it in its tracks. If you can just stop and be like, okay, yes, all these feelings might be real for me right now, but I'm so thankful that I have this for my body, for my health, for my friends, for my family, for this, that, this, that. Just start naming everything that you're grateful for and leave it at that. Don't let fear have the final say. Don't let comparison have the final say. Let gratitude have the final say. That's what I, I work a lot with my clients on this, um, specifically when it comes to body image, but this really works in every area of your life that you're struggling with. But example of body image, like when you're looking in the mirror and you feel anxious about the way that you look, let's just say you're, you know, uncomfortable about the way that your thighs look. So look at your thighs, you know, you feel that discomfort and you feel your mind running with those thoughts of, you know, just negative body image. You say, okay, I may be feeling this way right now and that's okay, but I'm so thankful that my legs allow me to walk, to run, to move throughout this life. You let gratitude have the final say. And that really just shifts the way you think. And it really just shifts the way you view 
life and it just works in every area of your life so I just like to say make sure gratitude has the final say end your day with it you know if you feel your mind spiraling with negative anxious thoughts let gratitude have the final say it's life-changing stuff um, and really helpful if you're struggling with comparison or anything in your 20s gratitude is so powerful number five is simplify your life um this again can be in many different areas but I found oh I used to just busy my life and make it so complicated I was just busy 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 striving 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 running 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 chasing after everything chasing after just more and more and more and that like I said just dug me into a really deep dark hole it wasn't until I really simplified my life and I still have areas that I need to simplify my life in Um, but just when it comes to like my environment and my work and like everything that I'm striving for, just really simplifying that and like getting to your roots, uh, it's just so healing. And it's like, you can just take a a deep breath and just like exhale when you simplify your life. And that's why I love it so much. So just trying to declutter your life in your mind, whatever that looks like for you, that's different for everyone in different stages of life. But simplifying your life is life-changing stuff it really is um for number six I wanted to share this quote I love Morgan Harper Nichols and um always find her stuff very inspiring and this is one of her quotes but her poems um just some words that she's shared that I find very beautiful um it says there are a lot of unknowns before you and this is also true You might end up being surprised by the courage that rises up within you, the love that continues to find you, and the grace that continues to guide you. I love this for many different reasons, Um, and I think it's really a beautiful, beautiful words for your 20s because there's so many unknowns ahead of you. Like, there's so much life ahead of you. So many big things could happen in your 20s. You know, there's just a lot of unknowns in your 20s, and... I think it's just a beautiful perspective change to think like, yes, there are a lot of unknowns, but this is also true. You might end up being surprised by the courage that rises up within you, the love that continues to find you and the grace that continues to guide you. And I love that last part because I can look back at my life and, you know, see these moments where I was like, what's going on? What am I doing? Why am I doing this? Why is this happening? And I was just so confused and I just had no idea why the Lord was allowing this to happen and why I wasn't getting these things that I thought I wanted, that I thought, you know, I needed. And I just love that it says the grace that continues to guide you because I can look back on that time now and see that I was being guided by grace. You know, I wasn't just being guided into this life that I'm supposed to live. It's going to be, you know, I guess just the way it's supposed to be. No, it's like I was being guided by grace and all of these things that I thought I wanted to happen. I can look back and be so thankful that they didn't because I can see how it was protection and it was grace and it was kindness and it was love. And that's what was guiding me to a future that is more beautiful, whole and full than I could ever have imagined at the time. So just trusting that not only are you being guided, but you're being guided by grace and by a loving father. And you are being guided by kindness and love and just guided towards a future that is more beautiful than anything you can imagine right now. And just trusting that. I know it's hard to trust that, but 
I just love that that line and this perspective and just shifting the perspective from like, oh my gosh, it's so scary. There's so many unknowns to I'm being guided by grace. Like it's all going to be okay. And yes, there are many unknowns, but this is also true. Then I might be surprised by the courage that rises up within me, the love that continues to find me and the grace that continues to guide me. I just think that's really beautiful. And I just wanted to share that because I think it really is a good picture and a good perspective change um, for your 20s. So love Morgan Harper Nichols. She's a good one to follow on your feed to fill your mind with good, with good things. Um, but yeah, so number seven is small joys every day. So sprinkling in small joys every day. This is another life changer that I think is so beautiful. Um, yeah, just sprinkling in little things every day that bring you joy and just finding the small joys in every day. So whether that's the coffee that you drink in the morning, the breakfast that you make yourself, the going to get a tea latte for like from Whole Foods, that's one of my favorites, but just like going to get flowers, you know, spending time with someone you love, having a conversation with someone you love, just these small things that even as simple as like the sunlight coming in the windows, like that's something that always gets me. I'm like, wow. Or just a little walk with your dog, whatever it is, these small sometimes seemingly mundane things that are actually really beautiful. We just don't take the time to acknowledge that all the time. Taking the time to acknowledge that and taking the time to sprinkle those little things throughout your days, it just brings so much more purpose and peace and beauty into your life when you can find that beauty and that joy in the little things. It is a game changer. So I think it's just really powerful to And it just helps us not rush through life. I think we can so easily get caught in like getting excited for the next season of life or for the next thing that we just end up rushing through our lives. And I think that's one of the biggest um, attacks that the enemy has on us of just like distraction and, oh, like, you know, you don't have like for me, example, I really desire marriage. And so one of the ways the enemy can distract me is by being like, oh, like you don't have this. Look at this person that has this. It's so sad for you. Like this is so hard for you. And it takes away from the season that I'm in. So I feel like just finding the small joys in your day-to-day life allows you to find peace and purpose and beauty in the season that you're in right now. And it doesn't, it keeps you from just wishing your days away because come on. I mean, I know this is a little cheesy, a little morbid, whatever, but we're not promised tomorrow. So let's find the joy and the beauty in today, right? Let's do it. So finding small joys every day, so powerful. Number eight is creating, discovering, finding routines slash rhythms that bring you peace. This one is huge. I'm a big rhythm and routines girl. Um, I love healthy rhythms that keep me feeling peace and joy and um, just the last couple of years, I've taken a lot of, I've made it a priority to make sure my routines and rhythms every day are bringing me peace and joy and fulfillment and are helping me build a stronger foundation and just stay more at peace. And so finding routines and rhythms that bring you peace. So for me, that's like, like I said, starting my day, first hour of my day, not on social media, spending time with the Lord in my Bible, doing a devotional, listening to worship music, um, journaling every day, reading before bed, um, you know, just these routines, going on a walk, these rhythms that bring you peace, that keep you healthy. And this is going to look different for everyone. So don't compare your routines to mine. 
different people, different seasons of life, different personality traits, but just whatever routines and rhythms you can set, even if it's just five minutes in the morning, five minutes in the evening, whatever you can do in your life to keep some sort of a rhythm and routine that is healthy and fills you up, so important and a game changer. So I'm a big fan of that one. Number nine is values work. Values work has been a game changer for me. That's something that I've worked through with my therapist and a way that I found a really helpful tool for finding freedom for my eating disorder was doing values work. So basically, um, I encourage you, if you've never done this before, to just Google a list of common life values and just find those values and then just maybe find 10 of them, five to 10 of them that really resonate with you. And then ask yourself, okay, does what I'm doing now align with these values? Does the way that I'm living my life now align with these values? If it doesn't, what are some little changes that I can make? Or if it doesn't, like if you are in a career that doesn't really align with your values, but you can't really make a change, how can you bring your values into that workspace? Does that make sense? So if you value kindness and compassion, how can you bring that into your workspace um, and just bring that in your day to day? So values work, getting in touch with your values um, and aligning your values with the life that you're living is life-changing stuff. And it's just so fulfilling. It allows you to live a more fulfilling life, um, which is so important. So love that one. And number 10 is just really getting a secure foundation and finding your identity in eternal things. I talked about this a little bit already, but for me, the biggest transformation in my 20s has come from my faith and my relationship with the Lord and finding my identity and my purpose in Him, spending time with Him, prioritizing that time with Him every day, and filling my mind with the truth of what He says about me, His love, His kindness, quieting the noise so I can hear His voice, and really just building that strong and firm, unshakable foundation on the Lord. Um, That has been, I mean, the biggest transformation I could ever find has come from the Lord. And so finding my identity in Jesus and not the things of the world, finding my identity and what the Lord says about me and not in the world and not what people say about me. That is something obviously that I still work through every day, you know, like I still have to make it a priority to fill my mind with these things every day or I do start to believe those lies and, you know, I do struggle with anxiety from time to time and like I do struggle with worry and so just making that a priority to keep coming back to that and just really securing my foundation um and my identity in the Lord that has like I said biggest transformation in my life has come from that so um yeah that is 10 things 10 little tips I hope that this you leave with a little value from this. Um, I just wanted to have a conversation because twenties can be hard, honestly. Um, and I don't want you guys to look at me and my life on social media and think that I don't struggle with these things that you struggle with. Um, I very much struggle with a lot of these things with loneliness, with feeling behind. Um, but it's what you do with that. Like those are all normal human emotions to deal with, especially in your twenties, but it's what you do with that that matters. Um, and so I'm still learning every day on how to let people in and talk to people and 
deal with these things in a healthy way. Um, but I have come a long way. And so I don't want to keep this to myself. And my, my biggest passion with what I do is to just be the person that I needed when I was struggling, whether that was me struggling yesterday, who I needed yesterday, or, you know, three years ago, just being the person that I needed when I was struggling is my passion. And so, you know, if I could just talk to my 20 year old self right now, this is what I would tell her. So I hope that this brings you some peace and some encouragement. Um, and if anything just helps you feel less alone because I've been there. And like I said, I still struggle with a lot of these things. Um, so I just want you guys to know you are seen, you are loved, you are not alone. And this too shall pass. If you're going through hard times, storms never last forever. And there are people here that love you and support you and um, want to be here for you. And you just have to let them in. Let people in. Seek out support. And yeah, I love you guys. Um, Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Rate the podcast. Leave a review if you're feeling it. Um, It's really so helpful for me. And yeah, don't forget to go do something today to fill up your soul and to bring yourself peace. I'm here for you. You've got this. We're all, all humans going through it. We're all going through something. So you're not alone in whatever you're struggling with and you're doing amazing. You don't have to have your whole life figured out and nothing is wasted. So, you know, whatever you're doing right now, if you're feeling like you're not where you should be, you are exactly where you're supposed to be and nothing is wasted. And you're going to see someday how everything you're doing now is preparing you for what you're going to do later. So anyway, that's all. Hope you guys have a beautiful day. Go do something to fill up your soul. I love you guys. And I will see you in my next episode.